0: Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. You're welcome to Sunday school this morning. Today we are looking at lesson 37 of our 10 Zill with the topic self discipline. Before we go into the lesson, let us pray. Almighty God, we just want to thank you. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for your faithfulness to us in the redeeming christian church of God. Lord, be magnified in the name of Jesus, our dear excellent God. As we go into your Word this morning, we pray you have mercy on us in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit of God, teach us yourself in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. Give us the grace to be a draw of your word. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Before we go into the lesson, we are going to have a quick recap of Lesson 36. The topic was water baptism and the Holy Ghost baptism, the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit baptism, hallelujah. In this lesson we read Matthew chapter 3 verse 13 to 17 and from this text we saw that just at the brink of uh, Jesus starting his ministry, he was baptized of water by, the, by John the Baptist And the Spirit of the Lord came upon him, and this, you know, he did it to fulfill the law. So, water baptism is still a requirement for us as believers to signify our public declaration as children of God. Our Bible text was taken, our memory verse was taken from Matthew chapter 3, verse 11. We say, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I. Whose shoes I'm not worthy to bear, he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. At the end of the study, we were able to know the significance of water and Holy Spirit baptism. And the central truth was, water and Holy Spirit baptism is our competitive advantage as believers. Water baptism was defined as the mansion of believer in water in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And it symbolizes our new life as believers in Christ, in which we identify with his death, his burial and his resurrection. It is, like I said, the outward personal public declaration of our repentance and faith in Jesus Christ. What are the steps in water baptism? When you go down into the water, it signifies that our old man is dead to sin and buried by faith in Christ. When we are raised out of the water, it signifies our resurrection with Christ, that a new man is raised by the Spirit and made alive by faith in Christ. Holy Spirit baptism is the immersion of the believer into the life and power of the Holy Spirit. When someone is baptized with the Holy Spirit, you receive strength, power, boldness from God to accomplish your work and also to overcome sin in your life. And one of the evidence of the baptism of the Holy Spirit is the ability to speak in tongues. Remember what happened on the day of Pentecost when the Spirit of the Lord came upon the disciples. They were able to speak in tongues, in other tongues, and they were able to minister and save souls. And they began exploits from that day. And that is why as a teenager, we must desire the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Those are the steps? To water baptism you redeem, you have to be born again and you have to participate actively in the believer's class, which is also tested before you are baptized. So the life we have in Christ is that of grace and can only be maintained by the spirit of grace. is feeling overwhelming and influencing us. Hallelujah. So going to our lesson for today. The third topic is self-discipline. And our Bible text is taken from First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 19 to 27. I'll read it very quickly. For though I be free from all men, yet have I made myself servant unto all, that I might gain the more. And unto the Jews I became as Jew, Jew, and that I might gain the Jews. To them that are under the law, as under the law, that I might gain them that are under the law. To them that are without law, as without law, being not without law to God, but under the law to Christ, that I might gain them that are without law. To the weak became high as weak, that I might gain the Weak. I am made all things to all men that I might by all means save some. And this I do for the gospel's sake that I may be partaker thereof with you. And know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the price, so run that you may obtain. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we are incorruptible. I therefore so run, not as uncertainty, so fight I, not as one that beateth the head, but I keep under my body, and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means which I have preached to others I myself should be a castaway, will not be castaways in the mighty name of Jesus. From this Bible text we see that even though Paul was a free man, he made himself, he subjected himself to to the law of God, to obey the law of God, to serve others so it might win them to Christ. So why do we need to be disciplined from this scripture? Because we are in a race, which we must run to win and promptly, and knowing that races are time bound. Imagine you're in a marathon, or you are running in the school, or for a sports activity, You it, the race has a start and a finishing line. It has a start time and a end time. Race cannot continue forever. So that is why we must be disciplined so that we will achieve the aim of the race. So how do we run this race? By being disciplined in our training. We run with purpose in every step, being intentional. By disciplining our body to do what it should do and not what it wants to do. And what is the outcome, what is the result? When we discipline ourselves? We do not get disqualified in the race. Remember in that last verse said, so that will not be a castaway, we have to be disciplined, so that we are not disqualified in the race of life. Hallelujah. Our memory verse is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 27, which says, But I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. We will not be a away in the name of Jesus. We will not be signposts to heaven. We will lead others to heaven and we will also make it in Jesus' name. And we will lead others to be disciplined to achieve their purpose. And we will also achieve our purpose in Jesus' name. Amen. A lesson outcome. At the end of the study, we should know why and how we can discipline ourselves as the child of God. What is the central truth? Discipline yourself now for the price ahead. Hallelujah. So, going to our introduction, self discipline or self control is one of the nine fruits of the Spirit listed by Apostle Paul in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 23, where we have the nine fruits of the Spirit. And self control generally refers to our ability to control or restrain ourselves from all kinds of feelings, impulses, and desires, which include desire for physical and material comfort. And self-discipline also is the ability to control yourself and to make yourself work hard or behave in a particular way without needing anyone else to tell you what to do. It is about self-control. You know, we have defined what self-control is, ability to restrain yourself, ability to control your feelings, to control your impulses and your desires. It is about self-regulation. Self-regulation is the ability to to monitor and manage your emotions, to manage your energy and thought so that you behave in a certain way that is acceptable and that will produce positive results such as, you know, good well-being, good relationship with people. It is about willpower. It is about your resolve to make it it is about your determination and your drive to excel in life that is what self-discipline is about self-control self-discipline for us to, to excel as a christian we need to be disciplined we need to have self-control. You know, the Bible says that we must work out our salvation with fear and trembling. So when we give our life to Christ, it's not just we are giving our life to Christ, then we relax. It is time for us to get to work. And as we get to work, we are disciplined about it. So self-control is indispensable. It's an indispensable attribute of a Christian life. Because our flesh, we always walk you know, so that maybe we succumb to the sinful nature but it's self-discipline that will keep us from succumbing to the flesh hallelujah so what are the traits of this self-discipline in our outline we are given three the ability to work on yourself time management which is the ability to do the right thing at the right time then self-control and self-motivation ability to work on yourself you know in second Corinthians chapter 7 verse 11, the Bible says that let us cleanse ourselves from every filthiness of the flesh and spirits. Praise the Lord. Let us, remember that, that word, let us, what, what God used when he was creating the, the word, you know. So he said let us cleanse ourselves. It means that you have the creative power to cleanse yourself to so, say, so, okay, this is what I want to do. And you go all out for it. So when you work yourself, what do you do? You commit to the word of God because the word of God is a manual for living. You, and it is the word of God that will renew your mind, that will give you the right mindset. And of course you have to develop good habits, What are those good habits that you admire so much or that you know will help you, will be good for your future, start developing them now. And of course, you need to take care of yourself. Don't forget as a teenager, you are going through puberty. You need to take grooming yourself so carefully and you need to take, you know, part of taking care of yourself is having boundaries. Hallelujah. And of course, talking about time management, for you to be able to manage your time, you need to set goals and follow through on them. Set goals, there are short term goals, that goes between zero to two years, medium term goals, three years to five years goals, then long term goals, five to ten years goals. You must have this goal and make sure they are smarter goals. They are specific, they are meaningful, they are achievable, they are realistic. Time bound, and you can evaluate them and readjust your goal or you set new ones. And of course, in time management, you must get rid of time wasters. Time wasters in terms of people, in terms of activity, you know, suffering through the internet, you know, on from YouTube to Instagram, and all that you must get rid of. Or people that just want to gist the whole day, or time wasters, such as watching TV the whole day, watching series. In a way you are supposed to be doing something meaningful and of course you must also have a daily to-do list take a book you know for your to-do list write out the things you need to do in the day as you do them tick them off in fact there is a sense of joy that you have as you tick off you know work on your to-do list and if you are unable to finish move it to the next day then the third one is self-control and self-motivation self-control and self-motivation uh, Colossians chapter 3 verse 12 says we should put on the elect of God, borers of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, and long-suffering. What is self-control? It is mastery over your body. It is the ability to restrain your body, to control your impulses, your feelings. Proverbs chapter 25 verse 28 says like a city whose walls are broken through is a person who lacks self-control. So imagine a a very beautiful house that has been built. Then there is no door, no gates, no fence. What will happen? And it's fully furnished. Anything and anyhow, we enter into that place and vandalize and pick up whatever it is they want. So imagine your life as that beautiful house. Do you want to leave it without a door? Do you want to leave it without boundaries, without uh, self-control? No. Praise the Lord. Then what is self-motivation? It's an inner drive to take action, to create, to achieve something. Psalm 18 verse 29 says, In your strength I can crush an army. With my God I can scale any So that is motivating yourself. You know, recently I watched the interview of the current queen of mathematics, the world queen of mathematics, and she's a Nigerian. Her name is Faith. You know, she was saying, she kept on motivating herself. She said she would tell herself while she was doing the competition, faith, calm down, faith, you can do it. I was I was really wild, praise the Lord. So you can tell yourself, it is inner drive that you tell yourself, Femi, I can do it. Susan, I can do it. Charles, I can do it. Yuri, I can do it. I can have straight A's in my academics. I can this vocation i'm 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 learning i can be the best in it see what this army says in your strength i can crush and harm me only one person is motivating himself in, in i say i will crush and harm me in god's strength and with my god i can scale any wall that is how you must find that drive and motivate yourself hallelujah how can we be self-disciplined the first is that we must be filled with the holy spirit with the Holy Spirit, our life is made easier. He empowers us. He strengthens us. From what we saw last week, from our Sunday school, so the Holy Spirit is important. Desire Him, pray for Him, cultivate the relationship with the Holy Spirit, and of course, time management. Time management is key. I've talked about it. Ecclesiastes three one says, "To every thing there is a season, and a time for every purpose under heaven." You must create time block. For every activity that you're engaging you must have you know like a a form of routine what do you do when you wake up okay i wake up at five thirty or 6 i'll pray I'll do my house chores take my bath get ready for school when i come when i'm in the school copy my notes when i get back from home um when i get back from school okay i'll take my bath I'll rest a while, eat, then wake up and do my homework. You must begin to learn to manage your time from from now. And you must be consistent. How to be self disciplined. Consistency is key. You know, in this first time, I learned to lie. Paul was saying, you know, that how we labor among you, laboring day and night, that laboring is a continuous tense. So it's consistency. You must be consistent. You know, when you are trying to learn a new habit, you don't do it today and you leave it. Even if it's a step, you are crawling in it. As you do it, it multiplies. It hardens it up. Hallelujah. And you must be focused. You know, in in Philippians 3, for saying, I press on towards the mark. You must, you know, when you have a goal, when you have something you want to achieve, the Bible says that Jesus, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross. So he was looking at that joy. He did not consider the pain of the cross. So you also, you must have something that is motivating you that you are looking ahead and stay focused on it. I want to have straight A's in my... in in, in my work I want to gain admission to the university at once I don't want to be repeating then you start doing the work now and stay focused on it I want to get admission into heavy league uh, universities or when I finish I want to work with multinationals then you start putting in the work now hallelujah developing yourself then you must set goals like I've said short-term goal okay you are in SS2 or you are in SS3 or SS1 by the time you do your work, what do you want to come out with? You must set the goal. You must be productive. You must be productive. The Bible says that a man diligent in his work he will stand before kings and not mere men. You must be hard-working, You must be result-oriented. Jesus for the joy that was set before him. What is that thing that you have set before? What is that goal that you have set for your forthcoming examination? What is that goal that you have set for yourself? Hallelujah. Then rewards of self-discipline. You attract favor and your destiny helpers. You please God when you are self-disciplined. You can entrust you. God can entrust you with lives and agenda for his kingdom. The men see you and they give glory to God. Then you bring honor to your parents by developing yourself. You know that lady Faith, her parents were so proud. Because everywhere she went, her parents went with her. She granted interview. Her parent granted interview. That is what happens when you are disciplined and you achieve your aim. You will make your parents proud. So, what are the things that can prevent people from becoming self-disciplined? Procrastination. When you keep things that you are supposed to do now till another time, it prevents us from being uh, self-disciplined. Laziness. You just want to laze around, watch TV, enjoy yourself self-indulgence you just want to indulge yourself give your body whatever it wants you know it is it is what is the word that we use now it is my truth you know live your life yolo you only have only have one this one life you know just want to live your life as it is enjoy self-gratification prevents us from self-discipline pride you know, when you are you are so proud you feel like some people are not in your league, you can't learn from them. We need to drop pride and begin to to become disciplined. Legitimate appetite out of control. You know, when you eat, feeding becomes gluttony, when rest becomes laziness, when you use of phone becomes phone addiction, you know, and when admiration becomes lost, all this prevent us from being disciplined then when we entertain time wasters time wasters television surfing through the internet social media uh, series movie things that you know take us from productive activity and even some people they just want to waste your time want to gist all the time you don't have to entertain time wasters when you are busy doing productive things, let people know that, you know, find a way to communicate that, okay, please, I'll get back to this later so that I can do the things that are productive. Praise the living Jesus. So, in our invitation and application, self-discipline takes effort, but it's always worth it. Take note of habits you intend to get rid and tackle them one by one. Write out the habits. Maybe you are the of that procrastinate. Put it down you are the type that is lazy or you just want to do things that are easy like watching tv um dstv eating and eating and eating write it down and start working on it and if you see good habits that you want to imbibe also write it down and start practicing it so Hebrews 12, say said, no discipline is enjoyable while it is happening. It is painful, but after war there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. So in conclusion, we must have self-control to be disciplined. We must be self-disciplined, and it is the only Spirit of God that makes that gives us the power and ability to exercise self-control. So we can't do without Him. He helps us to master ourselves, such that we are not craving a sinful life. Hallelujah! And you have to know that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, of love, and self-discipline, or oh, another version say, a sound to mind. So. Christians are controlled not by the sinful nature, but by the Holy Spirit. So if you are a true believer, you are controlled by the Holy Spirit, who helps in your weakness, who helps in our weakness, which makes us to say no to sin, which makes us to set boundaries, to say no to sin. Even no matter how enticing it looks, we are able to say no. So for, according to Hebrews twelve eleven 11 that we have read, self-discipline is not pleasant, it's painful, but later, it produces an averse of righteousness and peace. So we must be determined. We must resolve. You know, remember that self-discipline is about self-control. It's about self-regulation. It's about our willpower. It's about our resolve. It's about our determination. It's about our drive to excel in life, to fulfill purpose, to run the race, and to qualify. And I pray that the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. We have looked at uh, what the Bible uh, passage is saying at the beginning of the test. We have, some, uh, we have some questions. Please, let's take our time to go through the questions. Hallelujah. We have a few of them, about six of them. Six questions. Please, let's go through so that we can uh, be able to test our knowledge of the Bible passage. Hallelujah. So our Bible, our prayer point is Father, make me disciplined. Help me to discipline myself in the name of Jesus. Father, today we pray. Help us to discipline ourselves in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, oh God. This is our heart cry this morning. Help us to discipline ourselves. And for every one of us, oh God, that are going to work on doing away with certain habits. Holy Spirit of God, empower us in the name of Jesus. And for every good habit that we want to work on, also empower us. Thank you, everlasting Father. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.